Warning, the information on this podcast is meant to be absorbed without distraction or multitasking. In other words, disengage. Thank you for listening. The Dark Liquor Experiments are recorded live in Brooklyn, New York. Building a fire. Come on, Simone. Don't fuck this up. Stay away. Move. Don't get boxed in. She's fast. I ducked, and the glance of the blow toggled my head. Girlfriend just kept on coming. A freight train, Froslyn Tate. Uncalled for large. Big as a large man. Cargo of artillery. How can you not be tough when your mama named you Froslyn? And me, hands on guard, just waiting at the intersection, watching it all come through, clanging and banging, trembling to concrete. Mass times the speed of light, squared by fists. Be fluid, Sifu warns. Be water flowing downhill around the rock. And at the same time, be the rock. Solid, immobile, hard. Be a linear circle. I feel like a ring of shit Froslin has stepped her big ass foot into. Froslin came down hard with elbow cocked. I took it in the ribs, the air running from my lungs like screaming children. Shit. Not where you want to be with this girl. And Froslin's all the way on it. A steel python, locked and tightening. I taste my own blood. Shit, Simone, she's going to choke you out. Forearms coming in, the sting in the nostrils like rusty iron or canned beets. She's breathing in my face, menthol that amounts to tobacco and double mint. It's dragging me back, backwards, to standing there in the pro keds and striped tube socks, tongue green, now a lady's cutting up the roof of my mouth. Get out of my face. You make me sick. But ma, don't but ma me. You went one block and lost my cigarette money already. Damn, Simone. I learned to block right then. Already knew how to take a punch. I swear for God, you about as dumb as a bitch come. Jesus, what I gotta do? Wake up. Stop walking around daydreaming, Simone. Mommy's mouth is dangerous. I'd rather take the ass whooping. At least I'd know how it was going to feel, how long she could last before she needed a drink. I could pick at the scabs, chop them up with my dog teeth, and count the brown spots as they surface under the white scar. My lit up, the second to the last one, careful with the Parliament soft pack, gently placed on the TV stand. You go back out there and don't come back till you got my cigarettes. You hear me, Simone? I'm wandering. Walking real slow, looking down, searching the abandoned lot that I chase rats through. Search black iron gratings and the gutters where the Johnny Pump water ran, where I raced the wooden Italian icy spoon, timing it. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, till it got stuck in some trash under a car. I can't go back yet. I spend time hunched in the shadows, off of squared off cars, invisible to adults. No money found nowhere. Shit. In Bushwick, Brooklyn, a nickel would get picked up faster than Jane Kennedy. The Alexander's parking lot is where I find the Jordan sisters. Holy rolling in their homemade denim church uniforms, hawking boxes of the Lord's chocolate. Selling is love. Money is love. God is love. Tasha, I say. I'ma need that can. Nuh-uh. What you talking about? Just run the can, yo. We ain't running shit. Great. Candace, the other one. 
this money is for new Bibles, but your heathen ass wouldn't know nothing about that. What's wrong with the old Bibles? I ask. None of your effing beeswax. I slapped her, quick and hard. She stiffened up, shoulders bolstered, called on the Lord for strength and turned the other cheek. I slapped that shit too. They were churchy enough, but Brooklyn had its own faith at these times. So we're scrapping between cars, both of them clawing tooth. Tasha has a hold of my leg. She's sinking her curved rodent teeth in, but I'm not backing down. I'm gripping a chain link fence holding on. Gotta stay upright. Kids on their bikes rolled up to watch. Popping gum, sucking bomb pops like they at the movies. They scooped up the chocolate bars. Candace pops the can open and she's trying to stuff the dollars down her training bra. I'm focused on those bills. They both smell like the sun, blue magic, and hot asphalt after the rain. They gonna give up that daily bread. I gotta get mom smokes. In the rain, I slide sideways, a crocodile on its back. She slips on my blood and Froslin's chin goes down. I punch her in the back of the head repeatedly. There's my daughter ringside, smiling and yelling and jumping up and down. Yeah, Ma, you got this! My rabbit punches were like the tire iron and Bill Bixby. Froslin's eyes are all Flip Wilson, her back growing like She-Hulk, chasing me around the ring. I'm running, seeing out of one blurry eye. Bounce, Simone. Dodge these wild blows. Rope-a-dope, Ma! She's a damn broken, and I am the rock, tumbling, absorbing, letting it wash over me. The rock is more patient than the river. All I have is time. Time to think, to harden, to rest, to plan. She picks me up under my arms, turns, runs across the ring, and we both leave the canvas. In the air for too long. Take a deep breath now, Simone. Don't pass out. All of her weight times momentum comes down on me. Sweat and blood and snot leaking in this recurring nightmare. But you're awake. It's not a dream. The cousin you had a crush on is crushing you. The one with the 360 waves who smells like Dax pomade. He stepped on your foot, trapping it. And when you crouched to get unstuck, he's pushed you down into the closet. Came down with weight enough to bust you open, flooding your skull like two tight braids. You taste stale cologne, starch, and feet. Old sneakers and heels are under the two of you. The pressure bending your ribs, hardening the black kettlebell that is your heart. Still darker is the pressure between your legs. Just be quiet. You know you like it, he whispers. But you fight the whole time, and the empty human forms that sway above applaud your efforts. How could you have been so stupid, Simone, to fall for a trick like that? Self-defense is all about tricks. It's who knows the most tricks, Sensei teaches. I unload the chambered fist, twist, and put my back into it. It lands in Froslin's side. A crack sounds. Then again to the kidney, she buckles. I come up under her chin with a headbutt and steel tracks peel from the earth as she rolls off to the side. I mount her and unload haymakers on the derailed woman, striking on syllables like Ma's hailstone insults. You gon' find my goddamn money, Simone. You hear me? She's got me on point. I need to catch up. I'm praying for the bell not to ring. 
But it's been ringing, and the ref's down on his knees, squeezing between us now. He's holding on to our wrists in each hand. Out my peripheral, Froslin has already got her victory finger up. In my mother's house, there are few rooms. The front room is where she broods on a wheeled throne, sucking canned oxygen and cursing out the window at her subjects. These girls I face are nothing, not compared to my first opponent. Did you watch the fight, Ma? What? No. Spend 50 bucks to watch two women prance around a damn ring? Must be out your rabid-ass mind to see my own daughter? You right here, ain't you? Just asking. You all right? Did the home assistant come by? The male nurse? Yeah, I suppose. That damn coconut. Always cooking some damn slave food. Why can't he just cook normal shit? A potato, a piece of meat, some green beans? That's what he knows, Ma, I guess. Well, he needs to learn some new tricks if he wants to survive in this country. Shit. I look around. The room that time skipped over. Ma looks out the window. I breathe in frowsy, nicotine peppery air. Amber streetlights kicking in artificial warmth. TV flickering. The pitch of commercial men marketing into eternity. Well, all right, I say. All right. I stand there, watching her shake her head at the Rockford Files. You back in those streets, huh, Simone? Yep. Going to celebrate with my friends. Almost got my ass a beat down, but I came out ahead. I gesture to the belt over my shoulder. Mmm. Only the actors are talking for a while. There's nothing but electrons between us. Anyway, Ma, I bought you a cart in the Parliament in case you're out soon. I toss the log. She snatches them out of the air with one hand. Okay, so, later. Yeah. I close the door behind me and hear. Well, thanks for these then. But I know what she's really saying. And I know I did good. The Dark Liquor Experiments are the short stories of Brian Fleming. Building a Fire was read by Mila Machenko. Sound designed by Earl Blaze.